Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. Today, we have such a special treat as I am having a guest host with me, Polly Payne, the queen of beautiful, wonderful, luxurious paper planners, is in the house. Polly is the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing. Originally from the Gulf Coast of Alabama, she moved to New York City to pursue her dreams, and after six years in advertising, she moved to Horatio Street and began her dream to create a God-centered planner company. She has now sold over 45,000 dream planners around the world and raised over $73,000 to fight human trafficking through her partnership with A21. She launched her own print school in 2022 to empower other dreamers to make their own Bible studies, journals, and planners. She is a big fan of empowering the next generation of creators. Polly now lives in Lookout Mountain, Georgia with her husband and two kids, and she so graciously blessed me with some of her time today, and it was just a lovely conversation. Before we get into that, sister friend to sister friend, I know that you're feeling like you're trying to wear all of the hats and do all of the things, and you can hardly keep your head above water. You put everything and everyone above yourself, and you're exhausted. My friend, you are not alone. If you're tired of being tired and you long for peace of mind and time for the things that matter most, say yes to a free discovery session with me. Go right now to gracefilledleader.com slash work with me. We are going to get you onto the path of having more time freedom and we're going to do it together with God at the center. Welcome to the Grace Filled Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really feel good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, certified Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. My life changed when I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you time management, self-care routines, and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and free from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Payne, welcome to the Grace Filled Leader Podcast. I'm so excited to have you with us. Yay, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. And in November, I'm going to your Dream Planners Workshop in San Diego, and it'll be my first time ever going. I'm so, so excited. 
Woohoo! San Diego is so beautiful. Last year was my first time going to the city itself and doing the event. So yay, I'm so excited. Yay, I know. I'm excited too. And I have my beautiful planner on order to bring with. So for, for our listeners that aren't as familiar with you, can you tell our listeners who you are, what you do, who you serve? Yes. So I'm Polly Payne. I'm the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing. We largely create Christian dream planners to help you organize your time, be intentional with your time, dream big with God and make it happen. So that's our core product that we uh, create and give to Christians. Um, And usually our market leans a little heavy, more female, uh, just because paper products are just kind of what the ladies like. We also make um, Bible studies, notepads, journals. And in June of 2022, I started teaching people how to create their paper product, how to create their print dream, because many people over the years of the last nine years have been coming to me going, Hey, how did you do that? I want to do that. I want to make a planner. I want to make a devotional or this particular hybrid product has been on my heart to create an all-in-one type of thing because a lot of people like me out there are picky and it's hard to figure out, uh, find one that fits your, what you really want. Uh, some planners are too busy or, you know, different things. And so, um, that's been really fun helping other people create their product. We actually just had one student today launch her Kickstarter to create her travel journal. If you go to Kickstarter and type in travel journal, you'll probably see it pop up. Her name's Melissa and she fulfilled, there's like a campaign of how much you want to raise to fund the print. And she funded it in the first two hours She's my like launch plan. So that was so exciting. Her product is stunning. She learned how to design it in print school. And so that's been really fun. Like that's kind of what I love to do. So I've, I've gone from being like, you know, a print brand that's selling and serving customers to also now like a print coach, helping other people do their thing. Oh, I love that. It's on my list of to do's. I feel like I'm this constant learner. So, you know, it's like, oh, I want to take Polly's print school someday. Your products are so, as I was saying, they're just so rich and luxurious and incorporate things. I've not seen a planner that so beautifully combines the ideas of dreaming, planning, and living a God-centered life, like literally in a planner. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel it's obvious that it's so well thought out. And I mean, in my mind, it's and God inspired, right? I just think your products are amazing. So you're I can imagine that print school is going to generate lots of amazing things. So can you tell us a little bit about that journey? This, you know, this is the the grace filled leader podcast. So we often talk to women leaders, whether that's formal or informal, leading in a corporate space or entrepreneurs, you have had the journey into, well, actually both kind of leading in your corporate job. If I, if I understood your history correctly, and then moving into entrepreneurship to really follow your dream. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey and obeying that call that God had on your life around the work that you do now? 
Yeah. So I was a senior sales director at an ad tech startup in New York when I really got the call to start my dream, to start my planner biz, so to speak. Um, The calling, or I would say like the tug to start my own thing or like create something was from childhood though. Mm -hmm. You know, whether that was, I always loved to play store. I loved to play teacher. Um, I wanted to create something and I read a book, I think it was 2010, the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And it's a fabulous book and I'm not on the four hour work week. I work much more than four hours a week, but it was an inspiring book because he shared so many testimonies of people doing the thing, starting Mm -hmm. the dream, starting the business. And so from 2010 to 2014, I was kind of on this journey of like, what am I going to start? What am I going to do? And I would come up with ideas. I built an iPhone app um, or the beginnings of an iPhone app uh, because I had an idea for that. And I hired these designers and I found a web developer, app developer. This is a long time ago when apps were a little different. Um, you know, the apps back in 2012 are different than they are today. And that dream fizzled and it was kind of like the death of a dream. Like, oh, that one didn't pan out, you know, or like that one doesn't make sense anymore because someone else took the idea and ran with it and had like millions of dollars of backing. And I was like, oh gosh, (laughs) like, how am I going to compete? And I remember my dad said like, you'll find something else, honey. you like, it's all good. And I was like, okay. You know, I was really sad. And then, um, I was on this journey back to Jesus really. And the more I was leaning into that and going to church and worshiping, it was like, he was kind of leading me on this breadcrumb trail. And one of the things that was very clear was I was not being intentional with my time to even put towards the dream. I was just living life and busy with my career. And then when I wasn't busy with the career. I was with boyfriend and friends and going out and all the things New York has to offer. And so I was just busy and not intentional about my dreams or even my relationship with Jesus. And so it was around the summer of 2014 that Erwin McManus came and spoke at my church and he was uh, on a book tour for the artisan soul And that book is all about, you know, you're created in the image of God and therefore you're an artist. Your life is the most important work of art you'll ever create. And you have to look at your life as your canvas, as this blank slate, as something you have authority on, you know, like God has authority on your life, but you have authority on your time. You have free will to do and choose and make choices and have the consequences of those choices, you know? And yeah. so we can't just sit around going, I'm just going to wait around, you know, for everything to happen. And this just is what it is. And I'm a victim. Instead, it's like, I have to be intentional. And um, that's what the epiphany was for me. And so one night I'm reading the book in bed and I'm like, I've got to make a planner. <laughs> like <laughs> I've got to get my life together. And I never could find a planner that worked for me. And um, that's when I decided not only am I going to make a planner, but it's going to be Christian. I'm going to put all in Christian and you know what, just let God have it. And like, right. it is what it is, because if it's not a faith-based planner, I really don't want it. And it doesn't make sense. And so that was kind of the journey. So in three months started the company, 
launched the planner. And then we sold out of that first round of planners. And I kept my day job for a year and a half until my revenue hit a level where I could step away. And when I stepped away, I wasn't making the same amount of money. Um, I like to be kind of transparent here. Like I wasn't the same paycheck I was as a senior sales director. I was like, okay, what's the minimum I need to live so I can go full force into this dream. I set aside a cushion of money, like four to six months of income of like, all right, I'm going to ride it out. And worst case scenario, I go back to my job or some other company with a comparable position and um, gave myself that cushion and gave myself a salary enough to afford my rent and to live and went for it. And it was a year and a half until I was at that place. And, you know, New York rent is not cheap. And so it took a minute to get there. So I didn't jump ship and go, I'm just going to trust and leap off a cliff. Not to say if God tells you leap off a cliff, by all means, do what he says. But for I was like, how do I go about this in a way where I'm not so stressed that my creativity is stifled? Because when you're stressed, it's hard to be creative and you need to be creative. You need as much creative energy as possible when you're running your thing. So, well, and then too, the, it's so easy then for your, your focus to then become something other than God and following his, you know what I mean? When you're just desperately thinking I have to make enough, enough money. So how do I make this thing in such a way that it'll get me enough money instead of the kind of God inspired way that it's intended to go. Right. Yeah, three months. That's pretty amazing (laughs) that you started it and sold out, did all that in three months. That's astounding. Well, I launched it in three months. Yeah. And then it took probably another two and a half months to sell out. So, but yeah, it was still amazing. Still incredible. Still blessed by God, breathed on by God for sure. Um, I ran really fast that first year. And from what I spent then, to what I spend now on the same product, it's like mm-hmm. 75% less. And you don't want to make a product-based business on a time crunch. <laughs> like you yeah. want to take your time to not overspend with shipping and mm-hmm. expediting costs and all of that stuff. And so the first year I just, I was on fire to get it out and that was fun. But now I'm way, I take my time a lot yeah. more. Smart. So did you ever have any of those moments in the in-between where you're still at your corporate job and you're building this business where it was like, where you questioned like, oh, okay, God, is this really going to work out? Or was it, I mean, clear and defined path and blessed all along the way? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I loved it. As soon as I started running Horatio. I loved it. I used to tell people like I'd work on Horatio at nights and like Saturday would be a full day of Horatio. Mm -hmm. Like I would get up, have my coffee, sit at my computer. And Saturday was like my working day on my thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for my Saturday to be my Monday. Like I just had that vision of like, can you imagine my Saturday is my Monday and this is all pre-children, you know? So I had more time Even though I felt busy, you know, you kind of like laugh at your former self later. Like, oh, (laughs) and like you, I was, I was, but I had a whole Saturday to myself. You know, I don't have anymore. Um, and it was just 
I wanted it. And I remember at my job, I had one computer logged in to my customer service emails for my actual corporate job. And then I had another computer logged in for Horatio printing customer service. Like mm-hmm. I was just logged into that email mm-hmm. and you know, on lunch breaks and then sneak in and like see yeah. if it popped up and it would be like birds flying out of my computer. Like people were so nice. Like, Oh my gosh, I love it. And like, sometimes there were people that, Hey, it didn't arrive or like, there's something wrong or like, whatever there were problems, but everyone was so nice. Yeah. And I was used to like cutthroat advertising, like, like just more difficult people (laughs) that were my clients. Not to say I didn't have some great clients and I covered the Southeast luckily. So people were nicer in the South, but it's like, it was just like night and day. And like, I kept seeing that, but I had lots of issues. Like that first year I spent so much money, um, buying the planners that we sold out, but I didn't really have a lot of profit. I certainly didn't have enough profit to buy the next year's. So I'm sitting here like, oh, well, it's all gone. All the money's gone. And so I had to do a Kickstarter the second year to raise the money for the next one. And after that um, was when I started uh, partnering with an overseas printer because I got a deal with a conference in Florida um, to actually like be the conference gift. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Hey, we need 1800 of your planners. We can only spend this much money. And I was like, okay, let me go check with these overseas printers. Cause I think I can get it a lot cheaper, but I haven't looked into it, but I'll try. So I go over there. They say, yes, we're on a fast deadline. They tell me it takes like 30 days by boat to get there in time. So I'm like, okay, great. We've got time 30 days by boat. What could go wrong? <laughs> so they print it, they ship it. It was my first time dealing with boat shipping. Now we do everything overseas and it's like clockwork and I get it and I can tell all my students exactly what to say. They might tell you this, but this is actually what it is. Like, this is how much to buffer. Cause you never know if customs is going to stop your stuff for a month. You don't know if there's going to be an extra x-ray or whatever. There's all these things that you don't know what you don't know. And this conference was the Trinity girlfriends conference and the planners got held at port and they weren't going to arrive in time for the conference. And they had spent thousands of dollars on these planners. Right. It, like, was the gift. And it was going to oh. be a great gift. And it was going to be great for my company. And it was going to be great for them. And it was going to be awesome. And then all of a sudden, I'm at my corporate job. And they're calling me. And I'm like, and I remember being at my job like, oh, my gosh. Like, can I do this? Yeah. Like, I, and not only that, it was money for my church. You know what I mean? Like right. taking any sort of money from a church feels weird. Yeah. Being a vendor that services a church feels weird. It just feels weird. You know, like yes. who am I to take money from a church? It just feels weird. So it was like, oh my gosh, not only did I take money from a church, but like I'm not delivering <laughs> and I can't do anything because I've already spent the money to get it paid, get it printed. Right. Anyways, this is the the point of the story. It's kind of long, but they, we, um, we got like a different little, calendar printed locally, like last minute, a little wall calendar and a card that said, come back next week and grab your planner. And a lot of people did. They came back the next week, they grabbed their planner and then they gave some of those planners away and they hired me for the next year. Wow. They were so gracious. They were like, we totally get it. Polly, we love you. It's all good. Like, I was like, what? (laughs) I mean, like, wow. Like there was just so much grace 
Yeah. On so many things that was absolutely supernatural. Yeah. So that's, that's one of it of like, it wasn't like, oh, wow, this is like, you know, a vacation and this is just so easy and everything falls into place. It was a lot of stress, a lot of learning things the hard way and like problems, but there was so much grace on it. And those lessons were things I needed to learn. And I had to learn, you know, cause nobody was around to teach me about importing, you know? So, um, anyways, that's kind of how it was. It was a lot of ups and downs because I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I wanted it. I wanted to quit my job. I wanted that to be what I did because it was so fun. Hey friends, I'm going to stop us right there for today, but please come back tomorrow and we're going to have part two of my conversation with Polly Payne, where I ask her to give her perspective on when to dream, when to plan, and when to just be still. In the meantime, I urge you to go to HoratioPrinting.com to grab your 2024 dream planner and use the coupon code GRACE15 to get 15% off your 2024 planner. Again, that's Horatio, H-O-R-A-C-I-O, Printing.com and use the coupon code GRACE15 to get 15% off. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.